Welcome to Make Your Marketing. I'm your host, Pia Larson, Chief Imagination Officer here at Fingerprint Marketing. Just like other small business owners, I had to learn how to navigate marketing and found there was no such thing as an automatic when it comes to driving your business. You need to know how to shift. That said, there's no reason to stall or come to a stop. With the right guide, you can be in the driver's seat and lapping your competition in no time. In this week's episode of Make Your Marketing Podcast, we talk to Ian Garlic of storycruise.com. He is a storyteller himself and videographer, and he helps his clients tell their stories. Now, I know storytelling is a hot topic right now, but he has a whole system set up. He said it starts with strategy, and he has 56 uh, ideas uh, or more of how you can use video to tell your story and also to get storylines from your potential clients and your current clients. So you're going to want to listen to this episode. There's so much good information that we unpack. And here we go. Welcome to Make Your Marketing Podcast. I'm Pia Larson, your host, and today I have a good friend of mine, Ian Garlic. Yes, that's his last name, <laughs> but he doesn't stink, I promise. You, This is going to be a really nice smelling podcast, trust me. <laughs> so he's the founder of and one of the country's go-to experts in my favorite topic, video marketing and storytelling. So I know that we talk a lot about video marketing and storytelling, but he has created something that I know you guys are going to love to hear about. He combines his expertise in economics, marketing psychology, storytelling, digital marketing, video, and helps his clients tell their story through video case studies. You call them case studies or case stories, case stories. right, Ian? Yep. Great. Well, welcome to the show. I appreciate you coming on here. The first thing I want to ask you is, how do you help people? <laughs> how do you help people with their business? Tell, give me the 411. Oh, sure. I mean, you know, it, it comes down to, I guess, let's start at the very beginning. You know, the, the earth cooled, the dinosaurs came. I was came. born a poor... <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's one of my favorite lines that you were about to say. And I'm like, I don't know if I can say I that know. anymore. Uh, <laughs> I know. Um, but <laughs> Great lines. Yeah. I love Steve Martin. Uh, but, you know, because I was a marketing co consultant in New York for like one of the largest information companies in the world. And when, you know, we were doing a lot of SEO and stuff, but I realized that a lot of our marketing, it was digital. And back then, you know, it was transforming. Small business was just getting into digital. And small business really, most small businesses and medium-sized businesses, everyone thinks that we're going after the same client because marketing made us go after the same, advertising made us go after the same client, right? If you're advertising the L pages, mm -hmm. you're just, someone's going lawyer, right? They're not looking who you are, if you're right for me. And I always thought it was a problem, but then I realized storytelling you know, everyone had these different stories and really want to work with different people. They did it a different way. All criminal defense attorneys are not the same. All agencies are not the same. Um, you know, every agency thinks they're going to the same person. They're not. We all want to work with some, especially when you're in like a close service environment, meaning 
if I go work with you, Pia, we're essentially in a relationship. I'll probably, you know, talk to you more in the next year than probably my wife. (laughs) But uh, Don't tell her. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, and that's, it's important to know who you're going to work with. And, um, and it's not just a tagline. It's not just this thing that, you know, it's not just an advertising brand, you know, and I get frustrated when people are like, just focus so much on their logo and don't think about the stories behind it. So I realized that once YouTube was purchased by Google, I'm like, we're going to be able to get these stories in front of people when they're looking for this problem, looking for the service. Absolutely. And so that's what we do is we understand who your perfect client is. And really get to know that, you know, what's going to grow your business. And then we create stories and videos that show up all along their moments, all, all along their situations. Because really the reason we decide on anything is because of the moment, you know, mm. and I always say this, you know, bad marketers market to everybody, good marketers market mm-hmm. to demographics, great marketers market to avatars, like a single person. The best marketers market to situations, right? You're not going to try and like sell that. hot coffee. You know, people are like, well, he can, you know, he could sell a ketchup popsicle to a woman in white gloves. I'm like, smart marketers aren't doing that. They're selling the bleach yeah. to that woman. <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, exactly. And and it's knowing that moment. If you really listen to the greats, and I'm a student of both science and economics and marketing, and like guys like Eugene Schwartz and David Ogilvy, the classics of direct response, they talk about those moments. And what the internet allows us to do is be there at those moments, telling the right story at the right time. And when you do that, like imagine if you could, because we're all different people throughout the day, right? Well, you know, we're parents, we're chauffeurs, we're bosses, we're janitors. You know, if you're an entrepreneur, you're doing 8,000 things. Imagine if mm-hmm. someone, if you could be there giving advice to that person all along the way. And if you keep giving them advice, giving them advice, and they see your face and they hear your voice and you're helping them, when it comes time to decide, they you're the only choice. And that's what we help people do yeah. is become the only choice, become the authority. And you know, and then you do all the traffic stuff and all that. And all that stuff's going to change. If you start with knowing that customer journey and the the content you want to put in front of someone and then you're ready when Facebook, you know, when iOS 14 comes out, when there's the new S algorithm from Google, I, we know all that stuff. But if you start with that stuff, you always get caught and you always get, you know, your hair will be on fire all the time. You start with the customer journey, figure out where they are, figure out what you need to tell them. And then you figure out what's the best platform to put that on, create it for that platform. You're going to win every time. So in a nutshell, that's what I do. <laughs> That's great. So there's a lot to unpack here. And I have some specific questions. But what's interesting is, you know, storytelling is being bandied about a lot these days. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone's like, Oh, we help you tell your stories. But what I love about your model is you're the whole package. So you, you say you need a coach, right? Your business needs a coach, like put me in coach, I'm going to help you tell these stories. So yeah, we all know we have to tell stories. But it's not, it doesn't come easy to all of us, right? Nope. No, it doesn't. And that's where we always start with really understanding the, what we, we start with is at first of all, collecting your stories. You, most of us don't, yeah. you know, we're trying to figure out, Hey, storytelling, are you actively collecting stories? And that's the number one thing you got to do. The best salesperson I ever met, that's all he did was go around and collect stories. Yeah. And if you have a collection of stories, that's the place to start. 
And that takes work. It takes work. And then you have to learn how yeah. to tell them properly. Because there's a way to tell it. Yeah. You don't want to be a bad storyteller. And we've all known yeah. those people, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that's a great tip. I want to stop you right there because collecting stories, it's amazing. So I started collecting my stories years ago on just a, at like an Evernote. Mm -hmm. And I will, I'll just start writing. Uh, you know, you can always record it or videotape it and just start telling the story like no one's going to see it. And then that leads to like what 10 other stories, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, that reminds me of this time. So great first tip. I also wanted to ask you about when people say video storytelling, they're like, oh, well, I'll just put the video on me and I'll start talking, right? <laughs> no. Because <Yeah>. <laughs> you have what, three seconds to capture my attention mm -hmm. before I get bored and move on to TikTok. Yeah, right? oh, 100%. We're, I always say, you know, you're battling cats, babies and boobs. You've got, hey, oh, yeah. you've got to tell great stories. <laughs> I didn't hear the boo part. Okay, that's good. I'll have to steal that. <laughs> oh, my God. So, so you need to capture someone's attention. Mm -hmm. So what are some good case stories that you've seen, not necessarily your clients, but that you've seen out there? Maybe we can inspire people who are listening to start thinking creatively. What are some examples? That's a big question because there's so many of them. But I mean... You know, if, if you start with the best people, right? If you start with the absolute yeah. best, it doesn't even have to be a true case story. But, uh, I mean, Steve Jobs, perfect example. 50, you know, 1,000 songs in your pocket. If that doesn't tell us, yeah. that tells a story instantly. We all, you know, yeah. especially at that moment. And then they showed the image of the white headphones and the white iPod back in the day. And it's like, it told the story. It's like, oh, I'm going to be dancing. This, you know. Disney's starting to do it. If you watch Disney Channel, you have kids, pay attention to all the, all the things for Disney World are not how fast the rides are or how many rides they are or anything about the features. It's just a kid going to Disney World, right? And Yeah, I noticed on Verbo too. I don't know if you have seen the ads for Verbo, uh, virtual uh, rent by owner or whatever. Oh, yeah, VRBO. But they're oh, starting yeah. to say, this is, yeah. Yeah, this is the, the house where the grandparents will be making memories with their, like, this is the apartment where you have your first, like, yep. you know. It's that story. You know, experience in New York City. Yeah. It is. Exactly. It's the story over and over and over again. And, I mean, for me, you can find tons of them out there. But we all have yeah. stories, right? We all have stories yeah. and your business has stories and there's stories of change inside of your business, no matter what you do. You can be a roofer, you can be a lawn care person, things that you don't think have stories, you've, someone's transformed someone's life. Yeah. And like you said before, once they get on video, there's amazing power in, in being found on search with video because you will show up mm -hmm. on page one. If it's properly optimized and the the story is on your website, right, and also on YouTube, yeah, it's. I mean, we've had stories like client stories that we've created that showed up for the most competitive search terms out there, like federal criminal defense attorney. You know, we work primarily with. Mm. We I, I have a background in legal marketing. Um, you know, mm -hmm. we work with all sorts of service based businesses, including agencies, but. In legal, legal terms, with the exception of insurance, are the most expensive terms out there. And federal criminal defense attorney is one of the most expensive pay-per-click terms. If you, for every click, I think now it's like two or three hundred dollars. So we had some, uh, we yeah. had a video, a YouTube video showing up first for that. It had said nothing about like the the federal criminal defense attorney's background 
nothing about him, all these things that attorneys talk about. It was just a story of a guy who got arrested by the FBI and like lost everything. And I would show this at, you know, speaking events and everyone would watch the whole five minutes of it. And what happens is when it's a story, what YouTube wants is you to watch a lot of video. And if you get people mm-hmm. watching the video and if people will watch stories, they'll watch the whole well-told story. They'll watch the whole story. And mm-hmm. that when you get that view time, what YouTube rewards it by ranking it higher on YouTube and then rewards mm-hmm. it by ranking higher in Google. And when you have a, mm-hmm. you know, if I search out federal criminal defense attorney and number one thing is one of your clients or agency, you know, website agency. And so someone's saying, oh, how great the webs- what the website did to transform my business, right? And, you know, the problems mm-hmm. I had before and how it transformed my business. It's like a referral, right? From Google. Yeah, people people trust Google yeah. more than they trust their family. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, well, it's interesting. My, my video, I have a video on our homepage that's me in front of the camera. And every time I ask people, because we're in a very competitive market in uh, Seattle, you know, what was it? What made you pick up the phone? What, you know, what was the tipping point for you? Because, you know, we were in Seattle and we're web agency. And they said, it's your video. And I said, well, is there anything specific? And they said, well, we loved your outtakes because it made us laugh. Nice. And I'm like, I feel like that was part of my personality that came through because I love to make people laugh. And it's not necessarily a story, but it's my story, right? I included it. Yeah. I mean, that's the authenticity part of it, right? And you're brave enough to do that. There's a lot of people that wouldn't be brave enough. And I, I guarantee you there's some people that saw it that didn't like it. Guess what? That's awesome. Because you really, well, there's, there's people, (laughs) those people you don't want to work with. Right. Yeah, of course not. Yeah. And if if you put your personality and you put yourself out there, you're going to really attract the people that you want to work with. And they're going to be like, Oh, I love Pia for this. And you're gonna have a much better working relationship. And you're going to, you're not going to have to worry about those people who are like, Oh, you know, how much is that website? How much, how much is it? You know? And, when are you going to get done? And, oh, it's like, oh, I know Pia's going to take care of me because she's vulnerable. Yeah. 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 It's, that's a great tip is to show your personality in it. I've also seen videos that the founder has or founder or sales manager has recorded. We are not for these types of people, right? Yep. Like, let's just get it, get it out of the way. Here's who we work with. Here's who we don't before the first discovery call. Yep. Yeah, I mean it's it's as important for you to turn off people as it is to, to you know to turn them up and get them excited about yeah. working with you. Yeah, it, it's as much a part of it because we want to be able to separate that out, especially if you start getting a ton of volume. We have clients that literally are like, you need to tur-, like we had someone the other day. I know this is going to sound fake, but they asked us to take the web their phone number off the website because they were getting too many phone calls. And <laughs> so, um, and you know, that's a whole nother story. The point being is if this stuff works, you're going to get a ton of leads. And the more you can make sure the leads are pre-qualified and excited to work with you, I get that all the time, from, especially our clients have done a lot of video, uh, you know, 30, 40, 50, 60 videos. People watch a lot of it and they'll always yeah. say, this person felt like they knew me already. They felt like I was their friend already when they walked through the door. And that's what we want. Yeah. Ooh, that's another good idea is um, in your sales process is nurturing people with like kind of getting them used to your information, your business before a sales call. A hundred percent. 
I mean, you should be using, you know, I did the, you know, we'll put the link to that because I'll, I'll give them access to the story, the course, but we did a thing because we work with agencies, you know, I think it's like 56 ways to use video case stories and one in your sales process, actually one of the best places. It's where I started because yeah, I, you know, 16 years ago or whatever, when I started, I was working in New York selling internet marketing and people literally had people say to me, the internet, is that thing still around? And, you know, <laughs> if I talked SEO or if I talked website design, if I talked any type of jargon at all, they just glazed over. So I had to use stories in my sales process. I had to, and I used yeah. the videos and got them to know, like, and trust me, it made a huge difference. And I'll put that in the show notes. So for, for our listeners out there, I read this piece of content and it's amazing. So 56 ideas to promote your business through video storytelling, right? And it's at storycruise, C-R-E-W-S dot com forward slash Pia, mm -hmm. my name, yep. P-I-A. Um, and there's some brilliant ideas in there. Now, I've been doing this for 14 years, and I thought I had a, a lot of good ideas for video. But <laughs> what are some of the video ideas that you you present in that that document? I mean, there's your classic, it can build traffic and increase conversion. You should be using it in long-term nurture. I mean, people are, most people don't follow up with their clients, you know, or follow up with their prospects really well. They're like, they're, their follow-up is like, hey, do you st need, still need help? Right? Hey, just checking in. Like, why not show them yeah. a result? Uh, like. Hey, while you were waiting, this is the result that Pia got, uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> and show them Ooh, a that's good. story. Yeah. And, you know, would you like results like this? And, you yeah. know, that's a simple way. Probably the most powerful, I think, for case stories is internally. We use it in our hiring process so people can see what we do. Huh. We use it to motivate our team because it's like, hey, you know, we got these results for our clients because... Your team, if you have two or three or four employees, a lot of times they're not connected to the results. They see the results, but they're not connected to what it does. And this helps yeah. to motivate people. And I mean, I use them because no matter what you do, you're especially if you grow big enough, you're going to have clients that are just not happy. And yeah. it, if you care about what you do, it's frustrating. And like you feel down yeah. and you just hear the complaints and you can go back and watch those stories and be like, oh, yeah, I did some good stuff. <laughs> yeah i love that part in in your downloadable it's it's great like reminds you how great you are it is <laughs> it reminds me it reminds you of your business it's also great for team members to say you know why do they work for you why do they work for your business and and what is it like to work in that environment yep video can really keep um keep your hiring it, up front people i mean right now we're having in a hiring crunch right most people are we we have entry level positions that people are buying for because it's not because we're like the most recognized or we, we're not the biggest agency in town. We don't have right. perks. It's but people, especially now, want significance, and that's why I try and you know we do a lot for our, our team. I care a lot about our team, but in the end, I want people that want you know to do something that changes people's lives and that we can show. How do you take an industry that is totally boring and let's say you have the CEO and you've got to do an about video and he's got to be on camera. How do you get, just walk me through how you work that. So it turns out successfully. I mean, it's the same process and it's first like, so the it's, it's interesting aspect about video is the second most used page about us is second most used page on a website. Right. And if you really look at your website flow it's generally homepage 
some of your services, and then your about video before they go to the contact page. Almost always the about video is preceded by the contact page or uh, the contact page is preceded by about page because people like, okay, yeah. they get me. I see how they work. Who are they? So like, I, I don't, people, I don't think about this about video enough. And it's, I've seen it transform businesses. We've transformed businesses with that. So that's why I want to just stress how important a question it is. Um, yeah. And so first of all, it's same thing, collect your stories, know your stories, know why you've gotten into the business. What's important about you? Know your why. This is the only, this is the first time someone's going to really care about your why. Uh, I don't believe in the idea of starting with why, but once you get the rest of the stuff going, the rest of the fundamentals, this is where people are going to care about your why. They get those stories, how you got into that business, what excites you about it. Get your customer stories in that about video. What that transformation that you've given your customers. We all, I mean, I've done some stuff that is highly, highly technical. I've always, I've never not found stories. It's just, you have to, okay. you have to dive deep into finding those stories. So once you find okay. the stories, understand that someone's customer journey to this point, right? They, they've, they've have a problem. That's why they got to your website. They were looking for a solution. They found out you have a solution. They saw that you've probably, if you have case stories on it, they've seen that you've helped someone like them. These are all things that we want to know before we decide. Now I want to like you. I want to understand you. So how would we tell that story to someone? We would start with like your why, your process, find your stories of people you've helped and find some emotional stories in there. Like, you know, mm. it's building a house could be boring or you could talk about the people that live in it. You know, and I mean, the perfect example is the, the brick lane. I, I'm, you've heard that story before, like three, the three bricklayers. No, so, remind me. I might have, but so remind me. There's three bricklayers, right? Uh, a guy, a woman, I forget exactly how it goes, but I haven't told this in a while. A woman walks up to him and the first bricklayers, she's like, well, what are you doing? He's like, well, I'm laying bricks. The next one's like, well, I'm building a cathedral. And the third one is like, I'm building a place where people come and have joyous times, the sad times with their family, a place of worship, right? Yeah. It's, it's that understanding that why. And what happens on the other end, if you can tell that story, you can make a super strong about video and an yeah. emotional video. So everyone yeah. has that. It's, it's just, it's, it's just a mindset, right? It's a mindset. It's work finding the stories. And it, yeah. is it going to transform your business tomorrow? Maybe, maybe not. Is it going to get you a yeah. thousand leads tomorrow? Maybe, maybe not. But your problem is if you're just chasing leads, and you're going to constantly be on a hamster wheel of chasing leads. Yeah. You mentioned, and this is an important thing that um, jumps out at me, is the difference between client testimonials and client stories. So everyone dreads, you know, I know I need testimonials to get rank better on Google. So they're like, oh, like no one, no one will give me a testimonial or it's really... we. We don't want to ask for them, right? Mm -hmm. And then when we do get them, they're like, oh, Pia's a great person. Oh, yeah, Pia's great. I loved working with Pia. It's like, that's not going to help someone looking for a web agency. Yep. No. Nope. So what's the difference? And how do you get that uh, I, case story? Uh, well, first of all, I I'll always tell people don't ever use the word testimonials because it's ingrained in our brain that when if Pia asked me about for a testimonial, she asked me to talk about her, right? Mm. And less people are going to do it. 
right? They're going to, and the people that you want that you've done the most for are going to actually be the ones that are going to the hardest time with it because they don't know what to say. They're scared to say the wrong thing. And yeah. it's as simple as just flipping it and asking for someone's story. Hey, can you just tell me the story of okay. your experience? Don't ever use the word testimonial. I just want to know a little bit about your story so we can help someone else with a story like yours. Okay. That, that bears re- repeating. Ask for their story. Ask them what happened in the beginning. What, why did they come to us originally? And then don't, what was the don't even journey ask them like, that. right? Don't like when you're asking really? for the story. Okay. First of all, you, you say, Hey, will you talk to me? Will you talk to someone about your story? That's okay. you don't even want to make it complicated and just say five to 10 minutes about your story. It's make it as easy, as easy, as easy as possible. If they're like, I'm scared to be on zoom. Okay. Someone will call you. Right. I'm scared of a phone. Okay. I'm going to, you know, we'll figure something out. We'll make it as yeah. easy as possible. Then you have someone ha- on the other side, have a conversation. And this is why if you're in a service business, there's a lot of software out there. That's great for like getting video interviews. The problem is it's not a conversation, right? And mm. and if you have someone get on that other side, if you know what you're going to use that story for, that's why we create this thing called the case story tackle box, because you you don't get out in the middle of a lake and go, okay, I need fishing hooks, right? You plan yeah, right. where you're going to go fishing, what type of fish you're going to get. You go to the store. You're, you you wouldn't walk in the store and go, hey, I want fish, right? But yeah. that's what people do to us. They go, I want leads. Well, who do you want? Yeah. What do you want? So planning out what parts, what that hook looks like. Literally, I mean, in copyright, it's called a hook for a reason. Mm-hmm. And if you mm-hmm. plan out what we're, who we're trying to capture, what their problem is, all that whole situation thing, we can know what story to ask for and can have someone on the other side interviewing them. To If we know what story we're pulling out, a good interviewer will pull it out and find it. And that's the key. I mean, it's... It, it's human interaction 101. It's just that we've mm-hmm. been taught advertising by watching Coca-Cola commercials, and we think that's what marketing is, and it's not. Yeah. It's finding the story. It's, what are, it's work. What are some of the questions that someone would expect to be asked in on a call or a video call? I mean, I questions-wise, you know, we have 30 or 40 of them. Uh, you know, in that case story course, we tell you how to craft we tell you about the main ones, but how to craft your own. But the big thing is like, you know, we want to think of what are the common points that, you know, what what would the person I'm telling the story to, what would be their common interaction? How would this person be like it? Like if I was like, oh, you know what? I'm, I want to target agency owners in Seattle, right? So mm-hmm. I would go out and talk to Pia and I'm like, oh, Pia is an agency owner. She's in Seattle. It's so competitive. And, you know, what's tough about it? And then talk about where those problems first arise. When you first start noticing those problems, what kind of solutions that they've tried before. And then also ask what the tough questions. You know, what was preventing you from working with us? Right? What, mm. you know, because that helps someone to overcome those excuses. And yeah, then finally, that's a great idea. Paint, paint the picture. Ask questions that paint the picture, picture of the after state. What was that conversion? You know, what happened to them? Because that's what all marketing is, is a before state and an after state. This is where I was. This is where I want to be. And we talk about that journey. And if you really paint the picture of what their life is like now, not, hey, I've got a ton of leads, but what do those leads look like? And then finally, the big thing on questions 
this is two words that always in storytelling, you should know moments and emotions. Ask them about the moment that they, something happened, like have them paint the picture for it. And what did they feel? That is great storytelling. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's classic storytelling, but people are afraid to ask those questions. You have to, to get that story out. And yeah. You know, and then you get people to cry on video. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I love that about your LinkedIn. What is your LinkedIn bio says I, <laughs> that you try to make people cry on video and then you use it to make others cry to get clients. Yeah. <laughs> so you're like the Barbara Walters, right? Of video storytelling. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> um, exactly. She's a great so interviewer. Pay attention to her. She is. She is. So you say that each business should have these nine types of video. Can you run those down for us real quick? Sure. So there's the. I'll talk about the three most powerful last. I mean, there's your essential frequently asked questions is a no brainer. And it's an easy one. Start making a list of those questions you get all the time, make them on video, send them out to people. And there's two types of frequently asked questions, questions that people actually ask and questions that people should ask. The should ask ones are going to be your most powerful because they'll help you line up your value proposition. Um, There's video blog posts, which are just you discussing Mm -hmm. ideas, easy stuff, how-to videos, and I group up how-to videos as any type of educational videos. There's obviously how-to. Mm-hmm. That's what most people go to YouTube for, how to do something. I, you know, I'm, I'm on there mm-hmm. 10 times a day. But also there's like webinars. That kind of comes under how-to videos. VSLs kind of fall mm-hmm. under there. VSLs also cross over into what we call a service commercial. So we all have individual services. Like you do website design, SEO, um, right. pay-per-click advertising. You should have a little commercial explaining what how, what problem you're solving, why you're different, and what to do next. That's what we call a service commercial. Okay. Um, Love that. Your overview video, it's like your company overview. It's kind of your company commercial. This is the one that I think most people, you know, spend way too much money and time on. And it's good for your homepage. It's good for some advertising. But it's really, I've seen people spend $20,000, $40,000 on this, and it's not a converting video. Um, yeah. That, Whereas they could probably parse that out into like 10, 20 videos. Oh, yeah. Right? Well, They're more powerful. Um, you know, I think a great example of that, it, probably the closest one is if you, Tarkin, Fran Tarkenton. We've worked with him in Tarkenton Financial, um, you know, former NFL guy and, uh, you know, Hall mm-hmm. of Famer and amazing. He's an amazing person. Absolutely amazing person. Amazing business person. Uh, definitely someone to follow, speaker. But if you go to their homepage of Tarkin and Financial, you'll see their overview and it's case story heavy. And it's really that story. So that's where collecting those stories up front is important. Then micro content, like sub 20 second little bits. All right. Those are great across the journey. Uh, for your next questions, yeah. then let's see FAQs, blog posts, really the three videos that you should concentrate on, right? They're fundamental about us really powerful and your okay. bios. If you have anyone that's client interacting, you should have a video bio out there. They should send it out, mm. get to know you a little bit. It can be sub 30 seconds. Um, your mm-hmm. process videos, how things work. We want to know how something's going to work. No, if you're an expert at anything, if you're a doctor, lawyer, dentist, I work with personal injury attorneys for the past 15 years. Every personal injury attorney works a little bit different. I want to know mm-hmm. what's going to happen. It's going to increase your client satisfaction. You're actually going to sell faster. You're going to sell more. You're going to have happier clients. So concentrating on that process video is important. 
you know, and I had our mutual friend, Mario McDonald on, he talks about a great thing. You can make a process video if you have an e-com store on how to use your website, right? Show people where to <gasps> Love that. Yeah. I mean, Marty came up with that. That's great. He's, he's smarter than it's- he looks. <laughs> I won't tell him you said that. Yeah, I'll send him this video. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, but it's just like you go to a doctor's office, right? It's like okay, the nurse is going to come in and take your blood pressure, and like you, ju- it just relaxes you and yeah. opens you up to being more of a human. If you're a doctor, if you have people come into your office, you need to have a video of exactly how to get into your office for the first time, especially if it's complicated. Mm. Show people because you're scared. And it's like, am I on the fr- third floor? I, I was just working with in an office building where there was a dermatologist or something. And there were so many people milling around trying to figure out what's going on. They're going in trying to figure out if they have skin cancer and they don't know how to get into the office, you know, and you're now you're even more scared. So it's a simple thing to do, but it has such a powerful, you know, it's so powerful. And then of course your case stories, case stories is really where you should start. You know, it's it's the fundamentals. It is where every business should start and finish their their marketing, and it should be something that's in, ingrained in it, and it will be the thing that will grow your business the fastest. So you have come up with a business model that I love because you are you're in Orlando, but you have other places that you you shoot videos for clients. But now you have this great directory, right? Mm-hmm. So storycruise.com. Can you say tell our audience about that? Yeah, sure. So I mean, obviously, I can't go shoot videos everywhere. I would love to. And uh, my wife said I can't travel every day of every year. <laughs> so now we, ha- you know, I start to train other videographers because we would hire other videographers and they might have gone to film school. I've literally worked with people that won Emmy Awards. And they don't know marketing, right? Yeah. You could win. I mean, you could wor- work with Steven Spielberg's cinematographer. He's not necessarily going to make you a converting video. He might do the opposite. Yeah. You might have 30 seconds of intro, like we were talking about, of you know someone driving. It's beautiful and cinematic. That's not going to work. What works in movies does not work for conversion. What works yeah. you know, on TV, what even works on TV ads doesn't necessarily work. Uh, because it's a whole different story because people can click off, you're interrupting them. So we're starting to train other videographers around the country on how to do these systems, how to think this way. Because a lot of times you're going to end up, if you don't plan ahead, and what we'll do is I'll put the how to hire a videographer checklist on on, yes, on the PIA page. That's great. And it's a whole system to doing it properly. But you could spend... My the example I always use is this. Do you remember the movie um, Adventures of Pluto Nash? Most people no. Most people don't. It was Eddie Murphy's movie, two thousand three. Spent one hundred four million dollars. I think it made five million dollars. It had literally all the best people in acting and filmmaking, but they weren't rowing in the right direction. They weren't. They're all they were thinking about was their craft, not how to make a successful movie. Then you have Paranormal Activity. We've all heard of paranormal activity. $90,000 budget. I want to say $90 million in revenue so far. I mean, it's, it's, I think it's more than that. I think it's, if you take all the franchises, you might be in the billions, but they all knew storytelling. They knew their audience. They knew what their audience was going to like and they got out there. And you can do the same if you plan ahead. Now, I'm not saying cut corners. I'm saying a lot of filmmakers, I've been around these guys, they're awesome people. But what they talk about is the gear. They talk about 
Yeah. You know, that kind of stuff. And, and like some of the. And I find some of them don't know how to put you at ease. So oh, yeah. you're a business owner, you're not a professional uh, actor or actress, and you need someone that's going to put you at ease and coach you. They're not coaches. They're not marketing no, coaches no, either. No. And yeah. the problem is that you yeah. think they are. So you're letting, you know, or you're not telling them what you want and they won't push back. They'll just be like, okay. You know, you're like, I want a drone. That's, you know, I want drone footage here and this and this and this. And you spend $50,000 and you get exactly what you want. And then video doesn't work. And you're like, oh, video doesn't work. I spent 50 grand and nothing happened. Yeah. And yeah, if you do the videos the right way, you can start with an iPhone. And I mean, we have a lot of clients that start with iPhones. They come to us because they want the strategy. And they're like, let's make prettier videos, better videos, better mm-hmm. converting videos. And it works and it works mm-hmm. and it works. And all of a sudden they're spending, you know, $100,000 a year with us. But it it works, right? So they're making millions of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. So you're you're encouraging people to have this as an ongoing marketing tool in their tackle box. A hundred percent. hundred percent. Yes. You should be creating videos constantly. Gary Vee put it perfectly. Every company is a media company. That's just the fact of it. Mm -hmm. We're all media companies. And you shouldn't think that you can do everything yourself because every lawyer should not be their lawyer. Every doctor should not be their doctor. Even if you're a great marketer, you shouldn't be your own marketer. (laughs) So if I'm in Seattle and I want to work with you, um, can we work long distance or do you? So, okay. You can go into story cruise, you know, if you go to story cruise, it will make sure you get what's need for you. My, Number one motto is I make sure everyone gets what they need, not mm-hmm. necessarily what's best for us. So go there. One of our consultants will talk to them. We'll make sure, figure out your needs, where you are. You know, sometimes it's, hey, go do this yourself. Here's some education. Go do some stuff yourself. Mm-hmm. If it's the right fit, you know, we can work on strategy. We can work on, you know, fly, either flying you out or finding the right person locally. But it all starts with strategy. Always, always, always. They don't go out yeah. and start shooting the Avengers and go, hey, we're going to make the Avengers. Let's go start shooting tomorrow. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. They storyboard it. Yeah, Years. Exactly. Years of planning yeah. before they make the movie. And I'm not saying you're making so, the Avengers, but there's some planning involved. So personal question, what moment, Ian, did you realize that this was what you want to do for a long time? And how did that make you feel? That's a good question. Um I mean, there's lots of moments where I feel like I don't want to do it anymore. I'll be honest, you know, because it's <laughs> it's tough, especially now. There's so many people saying, well, I know I'm going to make you a billion dollars. And I'm like, I won't tell people that. Yeah. They're, they're like, yeah. oh, this is the new shiny thing. It's going to make you a billion dollars. I'm like, okay, go do the shiny thing. Come back when it's not working. So, um, yeah. but, you know, I think, you know, when I, I always knew I, I love marketing always in some way, shape, form. And I love the internet in some way, shape, or form. I mean, I was on it 1986. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 19 what? <laughs> yeah, I know. When it was bulletin boards and like I would, my mom would get yeah. like $200 long distance bills because I was on the internet. But <laughs> it, it's, it, you know, I really realized, I think, you know, like I was saying at the beginning, when video when I knew video could be put in front of people and I knew everyone had a different story. And one of the books that inspired me was all marketers are liars uh, by Seth Godin. And, you know, he's an awesome guy and he's super smart, but it's that idea of authenticity. And I realized that everyone can work now more than ever before with who they want to 
doing exactly what they want to. And, and I'm like, and every time a client calls me up, I'm like, oh, this really works. You know, people come in and yeah. it's, it's my perfect client. And they said, I'm the only person for them. And I'm like, yeah. And, you know, I'm like, that's pretty cool. And then when you have a client saying, I have this house because of you, that's amazing to me. So. Wow. That's a great story. Thank you, Ian. Yeah. So where can people find you on storycruise.com as well as authentic web, right? Yeah. I mean, you can look me up, follow, you know, connect with me on LinkedIn. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm the only iron garlic out there. Uh, oh, actually, there's one more guy in, in, I think, London. He's like 75 years old. But I think you'll be able hopefully be able to tell the difference. <laughs> You look up and it's and it's Ian, not Ian, right? Yeah, I don't really care. Ian. Um, <laughs> and yeah, just don't call you late for dinner. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, the garlic <laughs> marketing show. I put out regular podcast too. Love marketing, so um, hopefully Pia will grace us with her presence there someday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'll put I'll put everything in the show notes. Um, you guys need to download that. 46 or 56 ideas because I've already taken a lot of notes and there's some really great ideas that I didn't even think about. So awesome. Thank you for your time. My pleasure. This has been great. Great story. So thank, thank you. you. Thanks, Pia. Bye. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to the Make Your Marketing podcast. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Please visit our website for show notes and additional episodes at makeyourmarketingpodcast.com. Hey, and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and please consider rating and reviewing. This helps other potential listeners find us and share the goodies with them. And by the way, you can also email me because I'd love to hear from you. Email me at pia at fingerprintmarketing.com with feedback, questions, a topic, anything that you want to chat about. Thanks again for listening. Thanks again for listening.